I think that was the day that like solidified in my mind that I'm actually really good at food eating contests, <laughs> which is like not something I think people like on average think about besides like that. What's that guy's name? The Joey guy. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. But like I've I've won a hot dog eating contest. I beat Alec Farquharson my first year of volunteer training. I wow. have eight hot dogs in two minutes. Um, I almost died. <laughs> I've won. Um, they stopped letting me do the Natick Days pie eating contest because I won it two years in a row and they wouldn't let me win it a third. <laughs> the watermelon eating contest. I used to roast kids with fruit roll-up eating contests at Hole in the Wall Game Camp. <laughs> you're, you're an athlete. <laughs> it's like one, of, one, of the, one of my co-counselors was like, you got to let at least one kid win in the fruit roll-up eating contest. And I'm like, no, I'm holding the title. <laughs> can't do it can't do it no more participation trophies let's begin now i woke up this morning and i said you know instead of waiting for a good day to happen you know waiting around the ups and downs you know i i just said look And welcome back, everyone. Welcome to A Breath of Fresh Life. This is, uh, I'm not sure which number episode it is, honestly, but uh, we've been away from you guys for quite a while. It's been uh, over a year at this point, but we're back. Uh, you may have noticed we did a little bit of a of a rebrand a couple, like about a month or so ago. Uh, it's just the three of us this week. We thought we'd uh, give you guys kind of an update of where where everything is at. Uh, but as always, I'm joined by Andrew Wyden and Brenna Keefe. Uh, guys, uh, what's up? Hello. Huge honor to be back. Huge honor. <laughs> I love that you you always think about it before you go to say something. And I also know that you always mute yourself. So then, then it's like you have to think and then you unmute yourself and then you talk. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I'm rusty. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know what? That's fine. You're 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 allowed a mistake or two. Yeah. Absolutely. How are you, Garrett? Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, I'm I'm good. I've had all kinds of uh stuff go on over the last couple of months. Uh, my younger brother has finished his junior year at, at Clemson. The, the years are flying by. Uh, my mom retired from teaching a couple weeks ago. So that's a huge update. My older brother got engaged uh, a couple months ago. So it's been a uh, it's been a pretty interesting summer around these parts. Uh, that's like so many things to celebrate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we actually had a bit of a, a family party over the weekend, had some family friends over. Uh, so that was fun. But uh, yeah, you know, just a lot of a lot of life going on. Mm, that's awesome. How long has your brother been with his now fiance? 
So it has been a couple of years. They, uh, believe it or not, they met, uh, they met on Bumble and then went on a couple dates. And uh, yeah, she's great. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty exciting. Oh, that's awesome. You want to you share a little bit about what you did behind the scenes for your mother's retirement? Oh, of course. Yes. So after, you know, 34, 35 years, my mom teaching in a couple of different towns around, you know, mostly in Wayland, um, what I did was for like a retirement gift, I put together a little video of uh, some folks that my mom uh, worked with over the years, uh, you know, some family friends, members of the family, um, as just kind of a congratulatory thing. And that was uh, really special to to show her that video. She, you know, obviously was was over the moon for that. So that was uh, a really fun project that I really enjoyed putting together. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love, oh, I love stuff like that, where you get to like go back and like, like it's like you're making this for this person but also you get to show them the impact that they have on people I think that's so beautiful yeah yeah you know I was um, inspired by uh, some like sometimes for sporting events they'll have uh, video tributes for players that pass you know a certain milestone you know playing a certain number of games uh, or something like that and so they'll put together a video of you know, people that maybe they played with coaches and things like that. And I was like, that would be a pretty cool thing to, to put together for my mom. So I was really pleased with how it turned out. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely send that over. I would definitely review that. <laughs> right. When Dan retired, was there any, something similar, like kind of getting everyone in a room or some audio visual thing? Um, so they did, um, his coworkers actually made him, Melissa, um, made him one of her like famous slideshows. Um, and it's just, it's literally pictures from, I want to say from when he started working at the rec, which was in like high school, which is wild because he was at the Doug Pond. So they're like lifeguarding pictures of him that they found, like, uh, all the Natick days, um all of the like spooktaculars the like literally anything you can think of the tree lighting he was santa claus for 25 years so like there's all of those little things um and then we did an event at amvets and like a bunch of people came and they all like it's my i think my favorite thing is when i meet someone that knows my parents their first thing is like oh my god i know i know your parents i've known you since you were this like this big and i'm like you met me when I was a baby one time. You don't know me, <laughs> but it is always, it's fun to see that stuff. It's, it's cute. I think. Yeah, he did. I, he uh, did a good job with his, not, he did a good job. He, he did great in his, all of his work, but everyone who helped him with his retirement did awesome. Nice. Nice. So how, how long has Dan been retired now? Cool. October. So he's, he's like in it. He's he's rediscovering his passions. He would I would say, he because uh, I mean when he was first retired, he mainly just took care of my grandmother, um, and like now that she's since passed, he is kind of like what do I do? So he's in a bunch of golf leagues. Um, he's he's working on his game, um, and just trying to kind of figure things out, helping plan for the wedding, which is nice. 
um he did they did plan for my bridal shower the other day and he called me afterwards and was like don't worry I got this (laughs) I was like you are a man and you have never been to a bridal shower before (laughs) (laughs) so what touches did he put on the bridal shower to be determined it's I wanted it as a surprise so I literally have no idea all I know is the location and the date gotcha gotcha yeah we can't give that out of the pod. You can't give stuff like that out of the podcast. Our fans are just ravages. They'd be all over oh, it. No. <laughs> it's just impossible. I know. Just photographers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you moved to Texas. Yeah. He's elephant in the room here. Texas. Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Texas. It's warm here. It's like 100. I was like working out. I was like 103 working out outside. I'm like, wow, I'm going to get heat stroke. I'm going to get a pump too, though. But um, but yeah, it's nice. It's been good down here. I think I moved down here in uh, February, late February. So a little bit is of time. Always, is it always that hot or is it like summer? I think in the summer, um, like a lot of people would like hang out by the pool and I work out by the pool at like 80 degrees when I first got down here. I'm like, oh, this is so nice. Now I go outside. I'm like, I need to get right back in the AC or like something bad is going to happen. But like, all the summer things are like done at boats. So I'm like always on like boats like in a pool so like it's not the worst life and like it's weird like everyone's like between like 25 and 35 like working in tech sale like working in technology so it's like it's this very strange bubble where everyone's like it's just it's a very unique unique space to be in in time and space but it's very fun that's awesome do you have a roommate is connor your roommate connor ward yeah yeah so that's been that's been hilarious as well um but yeah you guys are both welcome whenever my door is always open <laughs> perfect i'll show up there uh 2 a.m perfect please please i'm gonna do i'm gonna do to your apartment what you did to my apartment and say <laughs> uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> i'm good yeah it, my sink is my sink looks pretty pretty empty right now keith so yeah, I can pull it right up. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Ben's down here too. So Ben also bared the brunt of my Syracuse trip. Like that next morning we were on a tour with like, so like for the, the listeners that don't know enough time has passed that 18 year old me had like, I thought I was indestructible at that time in my life. And I had like 12 PBRs, which at that time was like a record breaker for me. And I think I had like some like spaghetti before. And then I threw up like, two stomachs worth of vomit into her sink but it wasn't like at the end of the night it was like while all her close friends were leaving so they were like hey it was like really great to meet you and I was like waving them off and trying to make small talk while like projectile vomiting and I fell asleep in Keith's shower we wake up the next day and Ben this is Ben's dream school he's going to Syracuse and um we went on a tour with like family about 50 people parents kids and I was just vomiting all during the trip and then I uh, the whole tour stopped to make sure that I was okay and I waved them off and then I walked in the other direction um I didn't uh, I didn't get into Syracuse and I don't know if that had anything to do with it but um, maybe so I think this is true I think the highlight for me was that I had to student teach at 8 a.m in the morning (laughs) 
And I was, I remember looking at Ben, looking at you, and then looking at Ben again, and Ben going, don't worry, I've got this, go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) He did a great job. 10 out of 10. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, Keith. I think I've like thrown up from alcohol like two or three times in my entire life. Like I have an iron stomach, but that one just couldn't hold it. Just uh that was it. And I almost got caught two days ago as well. Almost, but we lived we lived to fight another day. But I wouldn't even put that in our top five, Keith, of like nights that just went off the fucking rails. Like not even a top five night. No, I would I would put I would put Rhode Island significantly above that that dive bar. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. 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 <laughs> oh, good times. Seriously, great times. Great times. I'd say I would when I describe you to people, Keith, I'm like, that's probably one of my best buddies, like one of my best drinking buddies. People, <laughs> people just don't know who you are. I'm like, that's okay. They don't have to. No, they'll learn. They'll learn. You posted a picture with your dad. I don't know if it was like for the 4th of July or something. That's what like so many people that just don't know me and also don't care about who I am. And I'm like, here's my like friend. Like here's her life. And here's her dad over time. And they had to be like, oh, like they didn't care. And I'm just like, whatever. You know what? I'm myself. Like they tell me shit I don't care about all the time. Why can't I show them Keith and her dad? So, oh, this is true. Yeah, it's like parents with their kids. Yeah. Like, no one cares come on like not a little kid or like a cute old <laughs> like my friend and her dad <laughs> yep yep oh i love you you're so fun <laughs> yeah you think you'll ever make it down to texas or are you you staying on the east coast where your bread is buttered no, I'll I'll come down at some point. We're uh we're actually making a road trip down to Clemson this fall, so uh that will be uh that will be interesting. It's a, a family weekend. So there's a football game going on, so I'll get to experience a uh, football game down south. Oh my wow. god, my twenty first birthday, I went to Clemson, a Syracuse Clemson alumni game, mm-hmm. uh, with Ali Jennett, and that stadium is nuts. It is so loud. We had to leave at halftime, but that's just because I. It's also a dry stadium. It was my twenty first birthday. Uh, but but it was insanely loud. That was really cool. the The opening is really cool. Yes, very much looking forward to that. You know, Carter, my younger brother, has told us all about games and stuff. So I'm ex- excited to go uh, witness one for myself. Isn't it called what? It's like death. Death Valley? Is that what it's called? Yeah, that is what it's called. Nice. I don't know why it's called that because it's not actual Death Valley, but who the heck knows? Just a way to, I don't know, intimidate the the opposition. Well, you know what? You want to know a secret is if you wear an orange shirt, it doesn't matter what's on the shirt. People will just buy you drinks and think you go to Clemson. It's really cool. (laughs) I wore a Syracuse shirt and they're like, Hey, you want a shot? And I'm like, yeah, dude. Actually, <laughs> wearing a Clemson shirt right now, although it's purple, so maybe mm-hmm. don't wear this one. Well, you know, it's funny, I have a, I have an orange Clemson shirt that my older brother uh, got when he went on a tour some 15 years ago. I nice. still wear that shirt, and I still wear that shirt all the time. That's vintage. 
Oh yeah. I love, love me some old t-shirts. You know, there are plenty of old camp t-shirts that I have. I was wearing one from 2012 the other day. Oh, oh my God. That was my, that was one of my last years. No. Yeah. 2012. I think my last year was like 2014. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I was texting Caroline the other day and I was like, hey, if you ever need a spare pair of legs for the day, you just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of that, you should let my younger brother know because he is the uh, volunteer coordinator this summer. Oh, yeah. So. I got the connection. <laughs> oh. And definitely please reach out to him. I got all my, for all those people listening at home, I got all my paperwork filled out. So I'm officially showing up at res and it's not illegal because I got my paperwork done. Where they'll put me, what I'll do. Nobody knows. I don't know. But got to get that paperwork in. I'll be, there. Got to. I'll be there. So I think that's my official announcement is going to happen live on this podcast. I will be attending this residential. You intend to, unlike uh, some people, but that's fine. Story for another time. Story for another time. Sorry for the time. Gary, will you be announcing your commitment? Where do you stand on this residential? Oh, I am I am fully, I am fully in. Need actually, ironically, you mentioned that I do need to update some paperwork, but yes, I am in. I'll be there next month. Good. Yeah, it's coming up fast, really fast. It really is coming up very fast. Yeah. But yeah, looking forward to it. Always look forward to this time of year. It's always the you know, you always, you you start feeling it in your bones around this time. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely, dude. Keith, what have you what have you been up to this summer? Um, honestly, for the past couple of weeks, like nothing, which has been amazing. Um, but this week I just started um working the extended school year. Um, okay. so I'm summer school teaching. Um, I'm going back to I'm in my roots because I'm working with the brown um elementary like severe uh classroom so it's just elementary and kids that I haven't worked with ever before but that's fun um I have I we right now have just like a ton of paras and adults and like three kids so Ooh. yeah like today we had a ratio of seven to one seven adults one kid <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> but it's super fun I do love um I I like planning for everything has got me all like excited again I got the little craft bug um but it's been it's been cute it's been interesting though I have no materials that I need but honestly um it is what it is you know you go day by day I think the only curveball that I really got was one of my paras is um my boss's boss's son hmm so that one threw me a little for a loop. I was like, I asked him what his name was and he said his last name. And I was like, where are you from? And then he said, we're like the town. And I was like, how'd you hear about this? And he was like, oh, my mom. And I'm like, who's your mom? Investigative <laughs> reporting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the only other, my only other thing that I love is, um, I I talk to the kids constantly. I that's honestly like an arrowhead in my roots. I just constantly talk. Um, and I was talking to one of the kids and I'm like, oh, like I love your pants. And the this kid turns and he's like, oh, thanks. 
And I was like, buddy, <laughs> he's wearing like gray shorts. I was like, I'm obviously not talking to you. I'm talking to the little girl with rainbow <laughs> pants. <laughs> My top 10 moments of the week. <laughs> yeah. And one of the little kids in my class has this unbelievable talent to only eat the marshmallows out of Lucky Charms. Um, but like puts a handful in her mouth and then spits the other pieces out, but somehow keeps all the marshmallows in, which I have never seen before. And it's kind of cool. That's impressive. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's it's bringing me back. I'm like, you know, I went to I went to college for this. I might as well like use this degree. But it is. It's great. It's the days are it's Monday through Thursday, 730 to 1215. Mm -hmm. Like it, it is beautiful, beautiful That's gift. <laughs> that is it. Well, how is your gas tank towards the end of spring, like with coaching and teaching? Oh, it's rough. Um, It's it's constantly back and forth. I mean, I tend to just stay in Natick when I'm coaching instead of coming back to Worcester and then back to Natick again. I mean, it'd just be insane. Um, but I fill up my gas tank probably like twice a week. Oh, no, I meant like your energy, though. Like oh, how energy? Um, that's so funny. I took that so literally. Um, <laughs> no, I think, oh, energy, I was shot. I needed a whole week to just like be in a hole, like a little, like I felt like a little gremlin kind of. But like, you know, your social battery is just like absolute negatives. Yeah. Um, but it's been honestly doing nothing. And now like getting kind of edging back into it is nice. Um, and it's nice not to be at the beach every day. Like the sun, I don't think I realized how exhausting the sun like really is. Um, but like, I, I am like after work, I'm like, okay, what can I do around the house? Like, it's like, I feel energized, which is nice. I actually wish my workday was always like this though. Yeah. Mm. through thursday get done at noon like oh that would be nice that would be so nice <laughs> <laughs> do you have any like like craftier he's like around the house do you have anything that you're looking to add to the house for like make it more yours any big like projects um well so kate is we kate has been watching this show called um below deck um, and so now she bases everything on the show Below Deck. So we have exterior and interior. And so Kate is exterior and I am interior. <laughs> so exterior means she does all the landscaping and lawn mowing and like those things. And then interior means I like vacuum and do dishes and laundry, which I'm totally fine with. Um, but I think my biggest project right now is I'm trying to transform um, our bedroom into like having like a cool visual behind because right now we just have like a shelf unit above so I've been like trying to design that but um there's like some pieces that I think I would like want made for it so I want it to be kind of like arty but I haven't finished designing it yet that's my project Kate has like could tell you could talk for an hour of our exterior projects but that's my interior goal <laughs> no, I'm liking it I don't really understand it but I support it like when you say a design is it like physical art mm -hmm. yeah okay. like okay. we're talking like art but like books kind of like a thing like I love how we have like this piece up here but I would love if there was like more to it mm -hmm. um so we'll play around with it Kate's also super picky so does that, ever, does that ever sneak your way into like a dead room the room that you're in or is that like used pretty often um no it's kind of like our trash zone honestly like it's like 
where like I mean my shoes have to go in here because Kate won't let me leave them in the room which is I think it's fair it's a giant wall of shoes I get that but um she does have like her dad's desk over in the corner and her dad's chair so like she's used it as an office before um and then sometimes I sleep in here if um she won't let me turn the AC on because I get hot so (laughs) (laughs) okay that's the use it's funny to go. This is where we put all the trash. That's why I stayed in that room. Yes. <laughs> for the folks that don't know, I was lucky enough to be at Brenda's home for the Halloween party, which was the, one of the best Halloween parties I've ever been to in my entire life. If we'll ever go to, um, it was freaking stellar. So much fun. Uh, we did a wall of photos where we had to photo- photograph everybody's costumes. We had the real life Queen of England. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. She was she was great. We should have her on, of all people. She'd I know, right? And and for the listeners at home, this is one of our friends brought his mom, who is from England, and she dressed up like Queen Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> and did jello shots, like participated, and was like super, super fun. <laughs> Hilarious. I talked to her for like an hour to the point where like her son or daughter, whoever was there, was like a little concerned about how long I was talking to her. But like, it was very platonic. It was very fun. Uh, wonderful woman wonderful woman. <laughs> at one point they came, someone came over and was like should we take andrew away from her i'm like no he's having the time of his life <laughs> no nope that's just my strange tall friend over there yep don't mind him don't mind him uh knowing you i know you were so like unbelievably fascinated it made my night i was drinking in every moment um uh, yeah. I had no idea that that's what you were going to do that party. <laughs> no idea that that's what you're going to be doing. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, Not to fully deter from things, but just so you guys know, there's been like this countdown on my computer for the last 15 minutes saying that it, it's forcing me to update my computer and oh. that a hard system restart is going to be required. <laughs> so I may, I may disappear in two minutes. Just so you guys know. <laughs> That's well, probably probably take a break shortly with uh, the uh, the the Zoom Zoom time limit. So uh, we can we can probably make that work. Uh, but yeah, so Brenna just disappears off the face of the earth, and you know we know why. We're under, we're under a minute now, boys. So I really don't know what's gonna happen. Oh God! <laughs> Fascinating to see what happens here. Garrett, we can start prepping our backdoor conversations that we have at Res behind locked locked rooms. Like, what do yes, we say? People want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep those under under lock and key, as they say. <laughs> they gotta like subscribe to our like second channel. Like, there's like a there's what's it called like a paywall that you can get those conversations. Patreon. Yeah, that, that, that's on the Patreon. <laughs> that's on the Patreon. Special backdoor conversation. <laughs> That's where all the dealing happened. The audio, the audio and the visual, Garrett. And the visual. Okay, all right, settle down. <laughs> well, it went down to zero and I'm still here, so. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take us out of the fight. Bonus time, there you go. Bonus time. Oh. Sorry. Um, 
But I will say one thing I've been doing that I'm really excited about. Kate got me a Cricut for my birthday and I've finally been using it this spring. Um, if you need anything personalized or made, you let me know because I am like a kid in a candy store when it comes to this shit. I'm like, all right, I'm designing shirts that I'm never going to make or have any reason for. But just because I'm like, because I can. I can do that. I can make a shirt. I can make a mug. I can make stickers. It's so cool. Wait, what is it? A cricket? Yeah, it's a cricket. It like it cuts it for you, and then you have to like peel it out, and you can like make things. So I've made um actually Kate's pride jersey. You know, um, what's his name? Ghostface, like the serial killer guy. He's got oh, like yeah, the ghost mask movies. face. Yeah, from the screen movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Kate wanted um, a jersey for, we went to like a WNBA game for Pride Month and we went to the Connecticut Suns, go Connecticut Suns. Um, and so she wanted a jersey, but we couldn't find one. So we got her a ghost face jersey and I put rainbow sunglasses on it. And on the back over ghost, I put pride. So it says pride face. And it's like the coolest thing I've ever made. And I had more people at the stadium be like, you should make these and sell them. And I was like, can I do that? Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I think Garrett's dad's a lawyer. I think it's like property law, but he can defend you if anything happens. Right? Yeah, that's in-house. That's in-house. Oh, yeah. oh, we should stand up a website. Right? Oh. Now, I mean, that would sell. I do think that would sell. Like, like hotcakes. Yeah. Yeah, let's start making merch. Right? Let's try to start making some money off this thing. <laughs> oh, Garrett wants a cut, you can tell. We can start making money off this. We... Uh, Garrett, uh, you're the business mogul here. Garrett always dipping his fingers in the pot. <laughs> I gotta diversify the portfolio. <laughs> That's a million dollar idea. Do we have any other million dollar ideas while we're on the topic? Oh man, oh. I have uh, ideas to you know upgrade the uh, the sports podcast that I do. I'm trying to figure out maybe put together like a like a like a studio of some kind get all you know a bunch of like sports memorabilia in the background um you know my mom suggested oh you could get a get a green screen i was like that's an idea too so yeah you know, i think always trying to think of new ways to improve what i'm doing you know i'm thinking about uh taking a podcast to youtube uh, in the fall so that's awesome is yeah maybe it's not a million dollar idea but it's an idea hey a green screen would be so cool in the background cool yeah just put a picture of andrew at the beach <laughs> beautiful yeah that's beautiful that's what, a, yeah, that's our first episode yeah what, what would you put like from an audiovisual perspective you're doing youtube like clips like can you do that? Or like, same with like Brennan's thing. Like, I actually don't know what you can put on the internet before you get sued. Like if you were like doing a Patriots review, like could you put plays in a YouTube style review or would that get like copyrighted? That's a good question. That's not even something that, that I know, you know, right. that's probably something I would, I would look at, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to do that um, on YouTube, you know, figure out what I can and can't put on there. So right. it doesn't get taken down you know, try not to use any, any, uh, you know, copyrighted music or anything like that. I'll connect you with our breath of fresh life lawyer, Mr. Hayden. 
and, and he'll work through all those legalities and terms with you. All right. So just to let the listeners know, we're coming toward the end of our this Zoom meeting. So I think we're going to take a break, but we'll be right back uh, with more uh, life updates for you. All right. We are back. Uh, you know, Zoom just being extra difficult today. I guess you have to wait some time before starting the next meeting. I just like Zoom people, you know, if you're listening and we know that you're listening, like, come to <laughs> shit, just let, let me do what I want to do. You know, like, this is just nonsense. Waiting, what, eight minutes before we can start the next meeting? Just, you know, fig- figure it out, you know? Yeah. Just figure it out. We will change platforms. We will change platforms. That is a, that is a threat. Yeah. That's the first threat of this podcast. Yes. yes it it's is. been a whole year off and this is our first threat. I am, I am so serious. I'll write right to those, uh, those, those, those idiots at the top. An angry, <laughs> strongly, strongly worded letter. Yeah, this starts at the top. <laughs> starts at the top. You're absolutely right. <laughs> there are way too many conspiracy theories going on here. Um, yeah. I don't know if we've ever had this conversation. What are your thoughts on conspiracy theories? Do we have any budding conspiracy theorists here? Jeez, I mean, uh, I probably have so many, I can't even think of one. Yeah, none that really run off the top of my head, Brenna. I think my favorite one is Birds Aren't Real. That one's my favorite. Oh, that's a good one. That, yeah. And... I will say, one, I fucking hate birds. Birds could be all dead and I'd be fine. Like, wouldn't bat an eye. But... Anti-bird. How about that? <laughs> hmm. But I do think that the government could easily put cameras on birds and monitor us. I do think that's a thing. I mean, my theory is they don't even need birds. You know, they're they're already listening, so... That's true. That's true. <laughs> Everyone's listening to this podcast. <laughs> no, I I don't have any. I don't have any um, top of mind. I'm happy that yours are light, Bretta. You're like, oh, here's a conspiracy theory. I'm like, here we go. That was a nice light one, which I like. So yeah, I was concerned for a second. I was yeah, like, you know, just keep it light. You know, I have hour two I, of this podcast. You never know what's going to happen. I definitely have have some sports ones, but not anything I can think of at the moment. Yeah. What, what would you guys have done if, like, out of pocket, like, 9-11 wasn't real? It was staged. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I support you to the bitter end. So I'd have been like, I've thought it. You know, I, I would have I, I would have backed you up. Which, again, like, on a recorded thing, like, I just cannot be doing that. But, uh, but no, I'd have had your back. I'd have, I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd have taken one for you. I'll, I'll go on a little bit of a bird walk. Don't worry. It's not conspiracy theory related. But uh, for those of you that are familiar with the documentary Loose Change, uh, which is a YouTube documentary about a conspiracy theory around that event. Uh, My younger brother Carter was uh, bouncing at a local bar in Clemson this past semester, and the name, Loose Change. Mm. My uh, my older brother has been making jokes about that uh, because he is familiar with said documentary, (laughs) and he is, uh, you know, Made made jokes at my brother's expense many a time. He's a bouncer. That's actually so cool. 
Yes, yes. And, you know, I'm sure that he would come on the podcast and attest to uh, some crazy nights that he had. Oh. oh, I bet. I mean, I can only imagine the things that come at him. Like, I'm thinking of, like, things I've done with bouncers. Like, the, the confidence that some of these kids Please come help. with. Um, I would say I would say my most confident yet most aggressive thing I've ever done with a bouncer was I was underage and I had a fake. It was like Connecticut. It was it was all god awful worst fake you've ever seen in your life. And I gave it to him and he looked at it and he's like, this is fake. And I was like, you have two decisions. You either go all in on that as a real fucking license or you just kind of walk away and take the L. And I was like, I'm going all in. I've got this. So I'm yelling at the dude. He's like trying to bend it. I'm like, if you break my license, you're the one paying for it. I was, oh, I went off. And I was like, give me my license back. And I ripped it out of his hand. And they're all just staring at me. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is clearly a fake. And I'm like, give me my license. And then I, I walk away. I, I just turn around and smile at them. I'm like, eh. And I just kept walking. Like, so bad like i i screamed i just didn't want to lose 90 dollars, you know <laughs> yeah 90 dollars at that point that's everything yeah or, or like you know when you when it go when they go to scan it and it's fake and it doesn't scan and then you're like i either admit that it's fake i run away or i go in oh my it hasn't scanned for a couple of years it's so weird like i know i've been meaning to fix it uh, oh, don't worry about it. I, oh, no, if it doesn't work, my friend can just do it. It's totally fine. I've walked out of more places I had no right to walk out of, scot-free, <laughs> with confidence. That's what the kicker is. Confidence is key in so many things. Mm-hmm. It is. It, very, it really is. Yeah, you can go so out of pocket, but if you're confident about it, people just kind of let you do what you want. Yeah. You know, I voice like your body too, like everything. Like you need to like make yourself look confident, sound confident. Yep. Like I've had students who have done things that they had no right doing. <laughs> I had I had a kid. This is he's one of my favorites. But he literally left my skills development class, went to the gym, and was playing basketball. And I went out to my car to get migraine medicine. And I'm walking above the court, and I see him, and I just look down, and I'm like, "What the hell?" And so then I fit, I go to my car, I get back 15 minutes later, not even like he didn't sprint back to the room 15 minutes later, he makes his way back in. And I'm like, why did you do that? And he's like, I want to play basketball. And I'm like, okay, well, if you do that, like, I have to write you up. And he's like, okay, I won't do it again. But like, the, just the pure confidence oozing out of him that it was okay that he did it. He won't do it again, but he's, he's glad he did it in the first place. <laughs> okay. I didn't write him up. I was like, fair enough. when i had mr mcfarlane i used to leave class with like Derek and sean and then we would get um like wendy's but then we would bring him some back as like a negotiation thing and he'd be like he used to call me bailey he'd go thank you bailey (laughs) so people are are you gonna write him up he's like no he andrew just brought me wendy's you know what i mean and i would get subway and i'd go back to miss coffee's class and she's like if you bring that in you can't eat it so i just had my subway in my little baggie and then she's like, all right, like, you can eat it this one time. And then I just kept doing it, kept doing it. Um, and I would leave school all the time, all the time. And I think Sandy White work at the front helped. It was like an inside job. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, like, like decisions and consequences, like, learning how to skirt the rules, like, there is, like, actually a really helpful life lesson. 
mm-hmm. I think like actually teachers are like really good at kind of letting you walk that line. But then, like, and also the repercussions when you're an 18 year old kid, like you just sit in a detention for like two hours where you have a laptop and you can like be on YouTube or like get homework done. Um, like it's just not that bad of a consequence. No. And honestly, like I've had, like, I'm a work smarter, not harder, right? If I have an easy way to do something, listen to me and do it the easy way. Don't do it the hard way where you get an F, like mm-hmm. do it the easier way. And so like, I'll have kids like, <laughs> look me dead in the face. You know, the Snapchat AI thing. Like, well, I, I'm not familiar. Okay. So Snapchat has this new AI. We're like such fossils, Garrett. It's so essentially what you do is like, you can click it and like have a conversation with the AI computer. So I was like fucking around with it one day and I was like, would it write a paper for me? And so I'm like asking, like trying all of these different things. And I got it to write like this great topic sentence for some pretend essay I was writing. And I used that sentence and built my essay off of it. But I was like, what a great hook, you know, like that, that's a good thing. And I told my kids to do that. And they were like, I can't do that. And I'm like, why? It's not plagiarism. It's an idea. It's not going to give you the whole essay, but it's going to give you a good idea. And they were, and then finally, I I had a kid who did it, did an entire plagiarized essay, used an AI thing, and got written up for it, and got a zero. And I was like, so you have both ends of the spectrum. You use it wow. smart, where you're not cheating, or you cheat and you get caught. Like, wow. be smart about it. How could they detect that? <laughs> so this is my favorite. Kids are, I love kids, but they're dumb. So like, for most of the time, they'll turn in their own work. But then there'll be like some big essay and they'll turn in word like an essay with like indubitably and therefore and henceforth. And I'm like, baby, you didn't even proofread your <laughs> plagiarized essay. <laughs> like I've never. I've, and then my favorite, the best. I didn't cheat. I'm like, what does this word mean? And I just read it out. And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> um, I used to write papers for Dominic back in the day because he wasn't going to graduate and then I would use words that he didn't know and his teacher goes Dominic you didn't write this so that he would have to bring me back edits that I would like like misput in commas and we're like use words incorrectly to like bring it back down to his level and we did that for the last like two or three months because like he wasn't going to graduate and like it was so bad that he'd like pick up trash at like the side of the road before he graduated it was a fun time um, the only the only reason I graduated, like I got past math my junior and senior year is because of one Sabrina Riley and one Mai Mitsuyama. <laughs> I, I used to, I was on the phone with Mai sitting next to Sabrina. Sabrina's doing the math out. They're trying to explain it to me so I don't fail the test. But I'm sitting here like, guys, I think Miss Egan's going to figure out <laughs> that I got hundreds <laughs> on my homework and fifties on my tests. <laughs> Like you yeah. can fake you can fake an essay by helping your friend. You cannot fake math tests for your no. friends. No, no. I was always like trying to be in like the honors or like AP, and I just like did not have the brain for it. And I would be in those taking those tests. I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta get my way back into college prep. Gotta get down there. And then I was there like at the level I was supposed to be learning at. And I was like, all right, this is great. This is my tempo. But I was above my tempo and I just I was I was outclassed. We we swapped. I was in twos across the board, and I'm, I'm gonna work up to college prep. <laughs> Everyone just dance around college prep at the end of the day. Honestly, it's the only level that really matters. <laughs> I think also like with our brains, like our arrowhead brains, like it it's just like mathematics is like really like 
cut and dry. It's like you do this step and then this step and then this step. You don't really, you don't use any creativity. You don't like band things together. Not really where our brains are like wired really well, which I think is like um, connecting with people and like drawing comparisons to like similar things and communicating things well. And I just don't think that like lends itself to like STEM or math. Yeah, science is always something that I never got. I don't think I ever got, um, you know, I think me being such like a sports nerd, math and like statistics and stuff like that, mm -hmm. that was easy for me. But I mean, holy cow, uh, what calculus, any type of science, forget about it. Dude, geometry dominated me still to this day. Like I know what a circle is. I know what a square is, but like, do not dig any deeper. Like that is as much as I know. I failed algebra <laughs> and had to take that again. I failed algebra two and had to take that again. And so I only made it to pre-calc. I actually never made it past pre-calc. And my senior year, I had to take pre-calc and geometry at the same time. Really fucking confusing because Whoa. I'm like, in one class, we're talking shapes. And in the other class, we're talking graphs, I think. Like couldn't, couldn't differentiate between the two. That was that was rough. They should probably not do that. That was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, so, probably not. No. To teach you two maths at the same time. Yeah. Too many, too many maths. You just need enough math to be dangerous. You gotta be able to like like pretty much like go out to dinner and like be able to tip 20%. Like yeah. what's 20% of this number? Um, you gotta make more money than you spend. Like math, you know, mathematics should be like pretty cut and dry. You know, I don't, I don't know what they're doing teaching, you know, calculus and algebra and all that shit. I mean, teach stuff that, like, actually is important, you know, like figuring out, you know, tip, you know. Got to be able to tip. Teaching people uh, finances. And, they uh, do at Natick High School offers a financial literacy class. Yeah. And I've helped my kids with it. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I took this class in high school. That's so dope. Where was and this it, when I was a kid? Right? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> or the best is when they're asking me like real life questions like that I should know as an adult. And I'm like, I don't know. Let's look it up. <laughs> I don't it's a flipped classroom. Teach me this. All right. Teach me a little bit about personal finance if you know so much, student. Or the, I, I think my personal favorite thing, my favorite thing is just be like, look around like a kid will be like hey can you help me with this algebra problem and I'll, I'll like in my mind be like algebra yeah I failed it once you probably don't want my help so then I'll look around the room and then I'll see a really smart kid and I'll be like what math are you in and the minute I know it's above that level I'm like come here <laughs> <laughs> I'm like we ask for help in this room we don't we, we don't assume to know <laughs> no, no. It's a team effort. Teamwork literally makes the dream work. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that come back to the confidence, Brenna? Like if you if you're confident and you're point you're using your finger and you're pointing this finger everywhere, like people are gonna start doing what you say. Oh yeah. Or like in history. Oh, this is my favorite. I I co-teach history. I I didn't go to school to teach history though, so I don't know all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes the kids will come up and be like, "Hey, can you help me with like say we're doing like." decolonization in a specific country and they're talking like 1900s what happened in venezuela i'm like i don't know like 
So I'll pretend, I'll like think about it. I'm like, hmm, so, you know, I think I'm confusing it with like Columbia. Like, let me just look really quick, make sure that I'm right. I'm just looking up the answer. This whole time I'm spewing confident bullshit. I'm just looking it up. Like there's no, and all these kids think I'm so smart at history. <laughs> I'm going lesson by lesson, just like you, baby. <laughs> lesson by lesson yep even if you were a history nerd though there's so much history like that would be that would be almost impossible to be able to teach that like just off rip my my co-teacher she's like five foot nothing pink hair shaved heads like on the side of her head is shaved she is like a walking history textbook she is oh like God. it's in, like I could be like hey uh do you remember this thing and she's like oh yeah and then she could just talk about it so we do like current we do current events every week. She does current events. I do the good news at the end. I go to a special website called Good News Network. <laughs> <laughs> because the kids will be like, oh, what's the history of whatever in North Korea? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, don't ask me, guys. <laughs> oh. Oh, good news network. I'm liking this. Oh, it's really cute. It's really fun. Oh, that's nice. It's how I shit because she says all the bad stuff that's going on. And then I'm like, but don't worry, guys, they found a lost treasure in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the good cop, bad cop thing. Essentially, yeah. Man. Which honestly, that works out because then behavior wise, I deal with all of their behaviors. And she like, she's the one that like when she snaps, you know you fu- you you fucked up. Mm-hmm. So like, it's nice to be the good cop in that in that sense, because otherwise I'm just yelling at them to put their phones away. Yeah. 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 I think I think like getting people digitally disconnected in a learning environment when they have like so much instant dopamine, like that must be one of the hardest things. Like, hey, student, like sit still for what is it, 90 minute blocks? 80 minute blocks. 80 minute blocks. Like that is a tall task. We do, we built, um, in all of my classes, I've built in breaks just because there's no, like, I can't work for that long unless I'm like blacked out in the zone, you know, like there's no, like so many of the, like they need movement breaks. So we're like five minute break, go take a lap around the building, you know, like come back. Um, but it is, it's hard. I mean, they're constantly thinking about their phone, glancing at their phone, like all of those fun things. So when you actually do get them to stop it, it, it can be fun. Like we have one of my favorite activities, I've, I don't think I've ever seen a kid pull a phone out during it, but we it's for our industrial revolution unit and we like prank the kids kind of. So we teach them what it was like to be like in the industrial revolution. So like we give them a piece of paper with a shoe on it. That's like the cottage industry. So we give them like five minutes. We play calm music. It's bright in the room. They color their shoe. They cut their shoe out. Everyone gets a fair price for their shoe and the amount of work that they did. We give them M&M like candy food. And then um, and then we do the industrial version of it, which is when we turn off all of the lights, blast sandstorm and scream at them. And we give them one minute in 10 pairs of shoes and we scream at them to work faster. Um, if they don't work, they're going to get fired and their family's going to die in the streets. It's like super funny and dark. And they they have to cut. So they do like assembly line style, cut the shoes out like, oh, my God. And then at the end we go around and rate the shoes. And if there's even like one thing wrong with it, we rip the shoes up in their face and the kids <laughs> with the most shoes at the end, get all the candy. So no one got candy besides those kids. <laughs> Never seen a phone out for that activity, but uh, it's really, really intense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I'm talking about raising the stakes to keep the phones in the pocket. I like it. That's yeah. good lesson planning. I remember like when back when I was at Syracuse, ironically, that next day you were lesson planning and you're like, man, this is tough. Seems like you got it pretty, pretty nailed down at this point. <laughs> like that's exactly that's that sounds like an arrowhead, but like that's an arrowhead day if I've ever heard one. Like that is running it. around like screaming. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great picture of Dougie. Uh they had Capitalism Day uh yes uh last year, and Hannah Melville was like, You're gonna be really proud of me. And she sent me a picture of Dougie with like a tinfoil hat and like something in the market, and it was good for the soul to see. <laughs> Like that camp is still alive and well. Oh, I love that. You gotta have a theme day. <sighs> oh, picture, and I'm picturing Dougie dressed kind of like Mr. Peanut a little bit. <laughs> so I just, should I just buy a Mr. Peanut costume and send it to his house for camp? Mm. Yeah, I probably should. Yeah, yeah definitely should. That's yeah, a no brainer, actually. <laughs> Oh, I, I think he was talking about like controlled chaos like Keith like when we were on staff together like I would just not do any of the dress ups I would not make my way out to savers or participate in any of that but what I would do is like go to CVS and drop like 60 bucks on melons like just various melons and just cut them up with those little plastic forks you know what I mean? yep <laughs> like that I miss I do miss oh them. remember remember the watermelon eating contest and how I housed everybody <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think that was the day that like solidified in my mind that I'm actually really good at food eating contests, <laughs> which is like not something I think people like on average think about besides like that. What's that guy's name? The Joey guy. Joey oh, Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. But like I've, I've won a hot dog eating contest. I beat Alec Farquharson my first year of volunteer training. I wow. have eight hot dogs in two minutes. Um, I almost died. <laughs> I've won. Um, they stopped letting me do the Natick Days pie eating contest because I won it two years in a row and they wouldn't let me win it a third. <laughs> the watermelon eating contest. I used to roast kids with fruit roll-up eating contests at hole in the wall game camp. <laughs> you're you're an athlete. <laughs> it's like one of, one of the, one of my co-counselors was like, you gotta let at least one kid win in the fruit roller beating contest. And I'm like, no, I'm holding the title. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. No more participation trophies. You know, I think I held my own at the uh the hot sauce uh, competition last summer. Yeah, give Brett a taste of the story. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh yeah. So this is one of the nights last year, Rez. I can't remember which night, but uh Matt Frechette, you know, as as he is, uh, brings uh, a plethora of hot sauces, you know, ranging from, you know, somewhat mild to like, you know, burn your mouth off. So, you know, the, the, the staff and some volunteers are brought up to down the hot sauce. And I'm like, I'm doing this, you know, speak, talk about confidence. I just go right up to in the line. I'm like, I'm doing this. Like, I, I don't care. So, you know, we go through the hot sauces, it's all right. And then we get toward the end and it's like hottest things that I've ever put in my mouth. And I've burned my mouth plenty of times and this was like worse. So what, I, like it, level are we talking like, like Diablo level hot sauce? Like, yeah, 
yeah like crazy stuff and like the first like three or four were like pretty like they were like borderline mild and it was like pretty performative and the ones at the end were like just awful like what's happening yeah like real tears are coming (laughs) (laughs) like like no one was dropping out because like that's just like classic hard-headed staff like no one's dropping out even like yeah like nobody was dropping out so, so then Bichette had like up the stakes and did like the hottest one but like you do it two in a row so like take a scoop load it back up take a scoop and um it just ended like he was like should we run this back and the whole thing just ended no winners all losers essentially we all throat, just took the double hit my throat was stinging like it's I've never <laughs> felt that ever in my life um then the rest of the night I'm pretty much just out of commission just like gassy and just like you know we had the campfire with uh s'mores one of my favorite nights of the year i'm like yeah i'm not doing that i I straight up just didn't do it i'm like i i am like not feeling safe (laughs) i go down there it's gonna be like you know i don't know there might be a bathroom alarm that needs to be sound and reclined his chair all the way back and was just staring and staring up to the ceiling just thinking about all of his life decisions and then I was just sitting there just like very embarrassed and quiet that I've made this judgment mistake that I've seemed to make every year like 10 years on the year and Josh Connor is just like quietly throwing the football to himself it was a great night though I mean that's that's classic all of campus doing one thing and me and Garrett and Josh Connor are doing another. So yes, in some ways it was, it was unique and in other ways it was business as usual. Yes. That's become a common thing that we are <laughs> doing whatever it is the two of us are doing. Like, the camp, rest of camp be damned. You know, we got <laughs> going on. Yeah. Me and Garrett were joking that like, we're just absolute nobodies at Arrowhead. Like no one knows who we are. Cause we're always just off in a corner doing God knows what. <laughs> like I, I'm not even socializing. I've like, I've like lost like so much socializing time. Cause I'm just, yeah. we're just, around. we're just randos. We're just randos. We're randos at this point. We're absolutely we'll, randos. But we'll be going to res 10 years from now. We won't know a single person. That's right. <laughs> But we said this year, we're going to be so back this year. Like, we're going to be so back. Uh, we're going to that even back. means. Yeah, we're going to be doing some some wild stuff. Yeah, we'll be back. I <laughs> like that energy. That's yeah. the energy you need. I like that. Oh, I, got, I, I, I got a list of things that I'm doing. All right. So I will just say, any hot sauce eating competition, all you, because sriracha makes me sweat. So I like, I was sweating when you were talking about I can't, I can't believe you did like double shots <laughs> I, I don't know what I was thinking like I was just like I'm just gonna try to impress myself and horrible idea <laughs> yeah that was that wasn't our best idea that was actually our worst idea in a few years Garrett <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah whenever Susan Cooper thinks that something is not a good idea it's probably not a good idea yeah no. He's a pretty good uh, judge of uh, <laughs> stupid ideas. She's got a she's got a good gauge. She's seen a lot in her days. <laughs> she has seen a lot. That is absolutely true. I wonder if she'd come on the podcast. My yeah. God, the questions I would have for her yes. never ending. I don't think I'll ever when I th- the first thing I think of when I think of Susan Cooper is that one time. 
she told she thought that Caroline's um alien <laughs> tattoo was a penis. <laughs> <laughs> and like so serious, like turned to us and was like, is that a penis? <laughs> <laughs> That is a great Susan story. Oh. Well, probably my favorite though with my personal relationship to Susan is my first year on staff. One of the, like the younger kids like ran behind the lodge, which is like never ever happens. But it was like a kid that just like showed up, like didn't really know the space or whatever, and like ran behind the lodge. And a staff had to like run the kid down. And she goes, You. And it was me. And she's like, There's a kid behind the lodge. So I went and you know, brought him back. But I'm like, Susan Cooper doesn't know my name. And I'm on <laughs> staff. You know what I mean? Like here I am thinking I'm big, big shit being on staff, and I, I get a you, super you, humbling. Yeah, you, did, so humbling. you did think you were big shit your first year on staff. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, running yeah. run the joint, running, run the place. No, I, I humbled you. I brought you down a few pegs. <laughs> all you, all you girls kept me very humble, and There's I need nothing. Uh, we would be at, like we would be at a party and like you guys would like each of you would be like would take me to a different room like you're not shit buddy in any facet of your life i'd be like okay like i really appreciate the feedback like thank you i'll work to be better i'd go to the next room and liz would corner me like it would just keep happening <laughs> never the guys never the guys but no you girls always looked out for me you kept me humble i needed it like literally my head was falling off my shoulders is there anything more intimidating than like being yelled at by someone who doesn't know your name no. You, no, or just any way to get your attention without actually saying your name <laughs> but she said it with confidence it all comes back yeah, to exactly mm-hmm. it's humiliating though because you know exactly who that person is talking to oh yeah oh yeah although uh i don't know if there's anything more like gut churning than a when than a a middle name drop like when someone looks at you and they're like Brenna Catherine and they're mm. angry, that is like that's like a deep level of fear. That like yeah. I would put that above being like being yelled at by someone who doesn't know my name. You drop my middle name in there, I'm actually kind of scared. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that one I wouldn't mess with that. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever gotten the middle name. I don't know if I've ever gone to that level. I my should... mouth just hit the floor. <laughs> I could consider myself lucky, man. You're so good. Yeah, Garrett. You're good. You're just good. That's all. You've just got a pure heart of gold. Okay. And you and I like problems and chaos. I'll make sure to I'll make sure to just scream at you this res, Garrett. <laughs> really publicly. But <laughs> one thing we did last res, like honestly, like probably the best that's ever been done is I booed so much last round. I was lost my voice booing at people. So that's, that's one thing that like we've really added into the lexicon that like, I can just never take out now. <laughs> yeah, what are you booing me? I booed Garrett. I booed Garrett. Totally unwarranted, unprompted. <laughs> like when they call people up, I've just been booing. <laughs> Someone's got to play devil's advocate. Why don't people respect that? <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's true. Someone's got to do it. You know, you know, Melville won't be booing. Like that's, that's like Melville will never boo. I got to be the person that boos. Got to have an edge. Got to have an edge. Got to have an edge. With confidence. With confidence. With confidence. 
Do you have any, do you have any like celebrity appearances? Probably like, could we talk you into like driving a bus up there, coming up for a night or doing, if we, if I write you into a special character group, will you come? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Easily. <Done>. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking Mr. Peanut is, is <laughs> might just order like 10 of those and just disperse those. <laughs> Do you guys remember like that? Remember when Mr. Peanut, like there was that commercial, he like drove off a cliff and died. And then there was he was like reincarnated or something. <laughs> I like that. Gotta get the people interested. Yeah. That okay. if we can make a picture of like this episode, if we could just have Mr. Peanut driving off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I would say Mr. Mr. Peanut Summer Waters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah that happened in 2020 that's nuts there's a cnn article about it drop it in the chat 2020 that that just like that that year doesn't exist years ago oh perfect oh perfect in the chat i know I about, that. about time we utilize this I don't know. Zoom, Zoom is starting to grow on me a little bit. Mr. Peanut is dead for some reason. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that is that is an amazing headline. I don't know if you guys the same thing as me, but it's like I'm looking at CNN Business. It's like the Dow Jones, S and P 500. Like that makes sense. They have a fear and greed index, and it goes extreme greed is driving the U.S. market. Are you guys seeing that? What? The greed index? I wish that was my job. Like I just woke up and I'm like, how greedy are people feeling today? You know what I mean? Like, what's the index, Andrew? Like a weatherman. Ooh. Make a job. I actually think I would. I would watch that. <laughs> I would watch. Yeah. Come on, we don't have any content with the writers' strike gotta come up come up with ideas somehow yeah we have to we're definitely a pro pay the writers uh podcast we are we are we, are. we yeah, support that, that's a three for three. Oh man well guys it's been great uh getting back together with you you too this has been awesome i love talking we could honestly do this for another like three hours casually no Ten doubt days. yeah easily um so i mentioned like off the top that we're like rebranding so we're kind of going toward uh talking to people that uh you know make things work and like stuff that we're fascinated by so at some point we're gonna have a guest come on talk about the mail you know i know we mentioned susan cooper you know we could have her on to talk about how being a, a nurse at a day camp works I'm sure that we're all fascinated by that. Um, but, you know, great catching up with you guys. And if if you remember the way that we close out these uh, is sharing kind of like a positive thing that's uh, been going on recently. You know, I know we haven't done this in about a year or so, but just anything positive that's been going on, you guys can share. Um, I will share. Um, my wedding is coming up in October and I've been doing a lot of planning and stuff for that. Um, but the one thing that's been making me super nervous, um, was my dress because it hadn't come in yet. And like, if it would arrive in time or whatever. Um, and I got a phone call actually yesterday that it has arrived and I have an appointment 
um, at the end of this month to try it on. So I'm very excited. That's my big positive. That is a great positive, Keith. Um, I found a gym two days ago that looks like really cool. It's like super badass. It's always like graffiti out front. It's like indoors and outdoors. They're like blaring rap music. And I'm just like, just been in a super rut, like at this, like kind of like just kind of boring gym. So I'm like super happy to try this one out and just like have a little more fun in the activity and the routine. So I'm excited for that. That's great. So I am, uh, I think sharing this for the first time with both of you guys, I'm uh, going to be in the process of getting a new wheelchair. This uh, chair that I have now is pretty old. I've had this for uh, over eight years at this point. So uh, Thursday, going over to look at some some new chairs. So might be getting some new wheels at some point. So I'm excited for that and nervous because I'm usually a person that has a hard time adjusting to uh, change. You know, if the previous two wheelchairs I've had for way longer than I should have. Um, so a little nervous about it, but, you know, I think it's like riding a bike, you know, get used to the new one, but I'm definitely uh, excited to to see how that goes. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So do you know uh, when, when is that? So I'm going to look at uh, some chairs on Thursday. Nice. nice. I'll take a look. Um, and yeah, you know, get that process started. Ironically, I was supposed to be doing this three years ago, but then, you know, the rest of the world had other ideas. So here we are three years later. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, let me know how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Keep uh, both of you updated. Um, and as for the listeners, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify. Uh, you can follow our Twitter page. And if you or anyone you know is interested in, coming on the podcast you can shoot us an email at abflcohost at gmail.com if you're uh someone that knows how something particular works or if you know someone you can reach out to us there uh but yeah i think that'll do it for us and hopefully we are back with you folks uh not a year from now absolutely yes all right